Hello, and welcome once again to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I'm Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. I make such a good statistic. Someone should study me now. Somebody's got to be interested in how I feel just because I'm here and I'm real. Hey everyone, so I was challenged by a friend of the show, Joe. He said that he'd send me a playlist and he would challenge me to brainstorm around it. As all of you know, I ain't afraid of no ghosts, so I wholeheartedly accept. And here we go. I had to ask myself this later in life, you know, I didn't do this as a kid, but now at the age I am, I have to know the truth. Is Twix really my favorite candy or am I just greedy because there's two bars in the thing instead of one? I mean, I probably like Snickers, Three Musketeers, Butterfingers, And Milky Way's better. But you only get one of those. The Twix. (laughs) The Twix is like the Asian buffet of candy bars. You know, you'll probably get better food at a normal Asian restaurant. But dude, look at all the possibilities. Sadly, now that I'm 50... And my metabolism is the Apollo Creed to my Rocky. I'm forced to think of things like this. So, question for you. If given the choice, would you live in a bustling and exciting city? Or would you live in a quiet place in the country where you go to the local diner and you know everybody and they know you? I don't know the answer to that question anymore. I've done both. In the small country town where I lived in Virginia, for example, they still had a drugstore with a soda fountain and a little diner inside it where you could get like a piece of cake and it was like in the cake plate. The charm was inescapable. But, but the insane diversity in a bigger city, for example, just in food possibilities, that's pretty great, too. I, you know, I've kind of always been suburban. I, you know, some people are, like, like ashamed of that, like urban is cooler or country is cooler. But I, you know, I, I am suburban. Bowie had a record called The Buddha of Suburbia. I'm like the Meshuga of suburbia. (laughs) All right. So I got a question for you. Really put yourself in this place. If you were a rock star standing on stage when not singing, 
or saying things like, look at all the people here tonight. Or like, hey, Lima, Peru, are you ready to rock? Other than like that, what would you say? Think about it. It's you, a microphone, and thousands of people who paid to see you. I probably would break down every show crying <laughs> and would babble. I'd, I'd like talk about how even if they don't remember the music when they leave, just please remember that I love them. All of them. Everybody from the back row to the front row. I mean, I couldn't even imagine that grand scale of adoration. I would die like every single show. All right, so quickly, besides Davy Jones, name three tambourine players. Go. Um, this is harder. Uh, how about uh, would Stevie Nicks count? I'm going to go with Stevie Nicks, not counting Davey. That's one. There was a Partridge kid, right? A Partridge family kid that played the tambourine. Was it Judy? Tracy. So we've got Stevie Nicks, Tracy Partridge. One more. Dude, this is hard. How about... um? Bruce Springsteen's wife. <laughs> Patty something. Patty Springsteen. I know that's wrong, but she is his wife, so it's really not that wrong. All right, so now that we've established the three of them, Stevie Nicks, Tracy Partridge, and Bruce Springsteen's wife, who do you think would win in a fight? <laughs> Dude. Who do you think would win in a tambourine fight? I could picture those three in a show like The Voice. We could call it The Reen, where they're all in these swivel pods that look like tambourines, that they're like huge tambourines that they're sitting in. And they like blindly judge young aspiring tambourine players. When they hear one they want for their team, they hit a tambourine and then swivel around to check them out. Then, at the end of the season, it's like a three-way tambourine battle. So, what would they win? Uh, the winner, let's say the winner will, will, will win things based on their coach. So, like, if the Stevie Nicks one wins... They can go on tour with Fleetwood Mac as a second tambourine player, right? Mrs. Springsteen, same thing, on tour with Bruce. If the winner is on Tracy's team, well, they can't really go on tour. Maybe they'd win like a Partridge Family DVD set and like a signed 8x10 of Shirley Jones. <laughs> that would be awesome. When you watch old shows, you know, like the Dick Van Dyke show, 
Do you feel sorry for Mary Tyler Moore being a housewife, or do you think it's admirable? Do you like her better going to work outside the home, like on the Mary Tyler Moore show? It's kind of cool. I once read that they were going to make her a divorced woman on the Mary Tyler Moore show. But people would assume she divorced Dick Van Dyke, and that would be too much emotionally to deal with. I could see that. Viewers would hate that. I still think of those people as Mary. Anyway, I love Mary, a.k.a. Laura, as the housewife. Why? Not because I'm a Neanderthalic man's man, but because she dignified it and rocked it and made it pretty and admirable. I mean, I liked her with Ed Asner and Captain Steubing, too. But she and Rob Petrie were just perfection. Let me ask you a question. Do you believe in the power of positive thinking? I try. I really try. I want to. I'm just not sure if it works. Now, granted, being negative totally doesn't work. But I don't know, you know? It's, it, it, if I'm like, yes, I'm going to succeed, is that really helping me? I mean, saying, no, I'm not going to succeed. Obviously, that's not helping me. But is the other thing really doing anything? Other than maybe making me more confident, which may give off a better vibe, which may make me more successful. But is it the positive thinking that's doing that or my confidence that's doing that? See, these are questions that deserve answers, man. Here's one thing that I do know. I don't want no other love. Baby, it's just you I'm thinking of. Which, in closing, reminds me of the best stage name ever. Grab a pen, write this down. There has never been a better stage name by another human being ever on the face of this earth during any generation. Bun E. Carlos. God bless you. Bun E. Carlos. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist to shadow our overall theme. This time around, I didn't make it. I didn't have anything to do with it this time. I'm telling you, friend of the show Joe made this one. And here's the thing. I liked it. It was kind of fun. So, like, if you make a playlist and you want me to try to brainstorm around it, that would be kind of fun. Bring it. Anyway, it's really hard and embarrassing for me to announce to you what he names his show because I, it sounds a little conceited coming from me. But he, he names he names his podcast, not his podcast, his playlists, the Not As Cool As Chris playlists. I don't, that's debatable, dude. But anyway, he has this one entitled the Not As Cool As Chris playlist brainstorm challenge so here's the 10 songs that he chose and you can see how they tied into the episode if you choose to the first one is ani defranco with fire door 
Then we have the church with under the Milky Way. Blur, Country House. Suzanne Vega and DNA with Tom's Diner. The Kinks, a rock and roll fantasy. Firefall, Just Remember I Love You. Mr. Tambourine Man, the version by The Birds. We have Derek and Patsy with Housewife's Choice. We have Ooh Child by The Five Stair Steps. And of course, we have some Bunny Carlos. We have the Cheap Trick rendition of Don't Be Cruel from the 1980s. Featuring on the drums, Bun E. Carlos. It's impossible to stop saying that. I, I, that is the best name ever. Anyway, that's our new playlist, and I didn't do it. I, this is all good. The Not As Cool As Chris playlist, it's on Spotify. It's called the Brainstorm Challenge. You know, this man has made these for every one of the episodes of this show. And what's cool about his playlists, rather than mine, is they're a little more mainstream. So they're probably a little bit more user-friendly because mine are a little, little bit outside sometimes. So check it out. He's, he's done many of them, and, and they're all really good. So at this time, we're basically just going to sign off and say that this show simply would not exist without you. It's true. I don't know if you stumbled on here for the first time for this episode. If you did, welcome. If you've been a listener for a while, we're so happy to have you. This is a total grassroots show, guys. I started it, but you made it. You made it. So if you could continue to please pass this podcast along to your friends. We're in so many countries now and all over the United States. Also, if, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, if you'd like, you can make a small monthly contribution. Monthly. Monthly, Monchichi. You remember those things, those scary dolls of the 1980s? A small monthly, monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. Many are doing that, and it is so helpful. I promise you that it is, even if it's 99 cents a month. If you're so inclined, that would be super helpful. I do want to tell you also about our website. If you're interested in the books that I've written, including celebrity interviews that I've done, T-shirts, merchandise, all that good stuff, you can find it at refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. That is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by my friend, Mr. John Villafuerte. Anyway, until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time. <laughs>